What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. Phoenix Down episode number 29.2. Uh, we are continuing our playthrough of Dragon Age 2. Uh, and we are going to be finishing it this episode. So, quite short compared to Dragon Age Origins. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> and um, in multiple aspects, I guess. Uh, not just in the podcast form, but also in the... Uh, and the um, the just the the game itself is is not as long. But uh, yeah, so uh, tonight I do have with me Matt, hello, and Sophie, hello. And so yeah, um, last we left off, uh, we were we were getting into talking about uh the deal with the Kunari, uh, the the. I want to say her, she was a revered mother, but it, that may be too high of a title. I just got an email. Let me stop. Let me put that on. Uh, thanks, Ken. For that. <laughs> Sent me an email. But um, she, I can't remember her name, but she uh, was the one who kidnapped the mage, Kunari, and, um, and is now uh, doing some some strange dealings with uh, the Canari and the Viscount's son. Um, and, uh, you know, she, obviously she had the Templars kidnap like two or three Canari and they were torturing them and killing them. Uh, we handled that and then we realized that the Viscount's son is gone when we go back to the, the Arshok. He tells, Seamus, right? Yeah, Seamus. He's gone. We don't know where he is. Um, he ran off to do something, a part of the cune or whatever. Uh, and he went to the Chantry, is what we find out. So when we go to the Chantry, uh, we see that his, uh, he's, his, he's laying there at the top of the stairs. Um, he's actually dead. <laughs> it's, a, it's his dead body laying there, and we don't know what the hell's going on. But kind of find out this revered mother or the woman who was with the Chantry is basically trying to set this up to where to, to get the Kunari out of here. She's trying to set it up as, Oh, the Kunari killed him. So we can kind of, I guess, start a war with the Kunari. Yeah. Not very many yeah. people in this city are peaceful or yes. want peace. <laughs> yeah. So the, in order to get them out, she tried to set it up to where the Kunari had killed Seamus, the Viscount's son, and that would spark, you know, Templars and the Knights and all those guys are like, okay, we need to get these guys out of here. Um, but then we show up, and we know exactly what happened. She she goes off on like a whole, you know, James Bond villain. Yes, I did this. Aha, there's nothing you can do about it. Um. But how many how, how many of the Kunari would we say are in Kirkwall right now? Because <sighs> it's not like more are showing up, right? All the ones that are there are the ones that showed up initially? Yeah, I think yeah. so. And it's only been a few years, so it's not like they're having baby Kunari. Yeah. <laughs> so they should know exactly how many are there. I would, and, uh, I would say, depending on how many I run into later on, at least... 200 because um, I mean you know I mean we'll get into it but shit goes down 
and we have to deal with the Kunari, and I I I killed at least fifty. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's not that's not even considering the the ones that left the Kune and are living in the Wounded Coast. So a good amount, I think, at least three shipfuls of guys landed. So um, she goes off on this whole tangent of you will never be able to prove it and stuff like that. Um, then we don't really have to worry about proving it because out of nowhere, a Kunari archer shoots her right in the fucking chest with a, yeah. an arrow. That was that was pretty epic. Well, see, what was going to happen was after this dialogue, I forgot about this, but after this dialogue, I was going to straight up murder her. Yeah. <laughs> and then he did it for me. And, uh, you know, he knew, he knows what's going on. And, of course, he goes back and tells Darashak. And, uh, yeah, tensions rise even more. It's just, it was never going to end well, was it? No, it wasn't. Um, what What sparks the whole thing, finally, is that we get this quest with Isabella. Um, and Isabella is basically saying, look... I haven't been completely honest with you. Um, the Kunari want this book, uh, and they're not leaving until they get that book. This- and that, sorry, as I say, that made so much sense to me because at the beginning of Act Two, whenever I'd go to speak to the Arashok at the Kunari compound, and Isabella would be in my party, she'd be all like, um, "I'm just going to go off and do something else for a little yeah. while. Will you go in there? I'm not going to come with you." And I'd be like, "What the hell?" Like, and of course, at this point. It kind of all made sense as to why she was going out of her way to avoid the canary. Yeah. So what ended up happening was was that she is she's been she's being hunted by a group of mercenaries, um, and they want this book. She had it, then she lost it, but she found the location of it again, and she wants us to help her get it again. And that's when we find out, oh, the Kunari is actually wanting this book, and that's why they're here. You know, the whole the whole bullshit line of, oh, we're waiting on these ships to come and 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 pick us up. Nope, that's yeah. all that's all we're bullshit. Not going anywhere nope. until we get what we want. Yeah. Yes. So that's what we really want, and um, she has it. We we find the location of it, and I will mention because this was confusing to me. Because we have to get into a fight with some Kunari, because they know where the book is too, and we're trying to get to it first. And we get into a fight with a group of Kunari. One of them, old friend. Well, that's not him, Uh, because there was a name of one of the Kunari was named Sten, like when you fought it. Yeah. And I straight up killed it, and I was like, that can't be who I think. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. I went and looked it up, and Sten is actually a title for oh. certain Kunari. It's like a it's like a lieutenant or a general or something like that. That totally made me do a double take. I was like, yeah. "What?" I was like, "I'm and killed." The, and then the way the game plays out is I murder him like six times in a row, and I'm like, "I don't understand." I saw his body <laughs> on the ground. Now he's back. Yeah, <laughs> are there like six Stens there? Yeah, there's, or is there's this guy like immortals. Sten, Sten Junior and Sten the Second and Sten the Third. But yeah, they um, it's it's I, when I looked it up, it's actually a a military title that they give to um, 
give to their their their, their Kanari higher rank Kanari, I guess. Um, that and makes I, that encounter way less exciting because I was like, oh, we meet again. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sick. Of Let's your, lay it on the floor. Yeah, your cowardice. Go. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> this is for keeps. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, now it's uh, that 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 made me go look it up too because I was like, whoa, Sten? I was like, I, I never put two and two together the first time I played it, and then I was like, did I just kill Sten? And then I, that that's just the name of one of their. I, I don't know if he explained that in Origins in a optional dialogue so. or something like that. It doesn't ring I a bell. Because I was expecting more to be made of it as well. You know, like this guy Sten killed I mean, him. I don't. It 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 could be. I could just imagine in Origins, he's like, my name's really not Sten. That's just what everybody calls me because I am a Sten. You know, or something like that. I think he just didn't bother to explain. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So um, we we find the location of the book, um, and I'm curious how it worked out for you guys because for me, I wanted to turn this book into the fucking Canary. That's what I said too. And mm-hmm. she was like, "No, because then the mercenaries will find me and kill me." I wanted to be like, "Come on, look how fast we raised fifty gold gold before. You know, we'll, we'll get some money. We'll pay off your debts." So what it, just not with this book. Yeah. So what what actually ended up happening was, I told her, "No, we're giving this to the Canari," and she's like, "I'm sorry, I'm not going to do that." And well, see, for me, she said okay. Yeah. And she did went really in, well. and then she just disappeared and left a note that said sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's pretty much what happened with me too. Yeah, you know. She yeah. was just kind of like, "You're right. You're right. Here you go. Have the book." And then she just kind of ran away. And I was a bit sad because it's like I'd gotten through to her and she made the right decision and then she just ran away. And I was really, really upset for Wait, a while. Wait, she gave you guys the book though? Yeah. No. What, she, she, no. she left with the book for, with me. Yeah, she left, she left the book. Note. Yeah, she left a note, yeah. but she she left with the book. I don't think she left with the book for me. Okay. Maybe she did. No, she didn't. You're right. Yeah, I remember now. Sorry, I told you. My memory's hazy. But she left with the book. Yeah. So I think everybody, I think you. that's unavoidable. I think you have to lose her. Yeah. Um, oh, because it was the start of a, a mass exodus from my, my ranks. <laughs> really? Yeah. This always happens to you. You just lead party members. I certainly did. <laughs> so um, it all comes to a head, you know. The, the our shock's like, you know what? I've had enough of this bullshit. But we're we're gonna kill everybody. And he they they go on a fucking killing spree. They go around fucking low town and the docks and just start fucking just killing everybody. And we had to stop it. They've they've even they've even took over the Viscount's keep. They have traveled to the Viscount's keep. We we show up at the Viscount's keep, and. Here, here's your Viscount, and he throws his head down. And then I was like, well, I guess it ends here. <laughs> That's what I told him. I, I, was, I was done with his shenanigans. Yeah. I, that, you know, I went straight to red. I was like, well, this ends now. And he's like, perhaps it is. You know? And I'm like, yeah, it is. So no, I, basically, I basically threw Isabella to the wolves. I'm like, hey, 
I didn't tell her, you know, I, if I helped her, it was an accident. You know, I was trying to get this book back for you. Well, I, I, tried I, to, I tried to talk him down, but he wasn't having any of it. I, I did that as well. I mean, I was like, you know, this ends here. And he's like, yes, I agree. And I was like, you want your fucking book? And he's like, Yo, your, your party member had it. I was like, well, she's gone. She ran off with it. And he's like, well, that solves nothing. So he sends some dudes after me. I kill them. And de- I guess depending on the party member you have, because I had Fenris in my party at this time. Fenris pipes in and talks to him in his Kunari language and says, hey, uh, we have the right to basically declare a duel. And um, he's like, all right, you want to declare a duel? Hawk, you want to fight me one-on-one? And I was like, okay. That was a big mistake. Oh, really? I didn't get that. I I did that. I dueled him one-on-one. Okay, so did Sophie, did you have Fenris in your party? No. So who was the one that brought it up? I don't remember. I think... I'm sure, like, at some point in this for me, Isabella came back. Oh, really? With the book. She did not do that for me. No, she didn't do it for me either. Because that's when she went away. I was like, oh, no. And then I'm sure she came back and was like, here's your stupid book. And then he was like, he wanted to take, like, revenge on her anyway. And at that point, my guy was just like, well, you've got your stupid book. You're not having Isabella. And then we jeweled. Okay. So, Matt, who did you have in your party at the time? Varric, uh, Meryl, and uh, what's her face? The night lady. Uh, Eveline. Eveline, yeah. Okay. I had a lot of trouble here. This is when I was messaging you. Yeah. Um, for me, I think this was the hardest fight of the game. But after trying it 10, 15 times... I was just like, all right, there's nothing I can do. I'm as I'm as honed as I can get, and I can't beat these guys. So I just had to back it up a couple of saves before I got out of that whole section and uh, try and get at least one level in and then spend all my gold on some better weapons and armor and stuff. And then I came back, and it was easy. So were you just not equipping weapons to your party members? No, eh, not really. Wow, okay. I mean, my main... Hawk, I was. Yeah. He, he always had the best of everything, but everyone else was. Oh, if I get something that clearly looks like it goes to somebody, I'll give it to him. If not, I was just going to hold on to things. And I mean, I, I, got- I, I was upgrading them. I just hadn't done it in a little while. Yeah. And also, I didn't have any. I hadn't had. Uh, I hadn't done any enchantments or anything on my weapons or armor. Okay. So I had just kind of been neglecting that, and that was the point where it came to a head, where I actually had to go and do that stuff. Yeah. Before I could progress. Yeah, so the art the air shock it, it took me probably about four tries. I uh I did it twice trying to beat him one on one and died. Then I tried it without doing it one on one with a whole party, I died. And then I said, You know what? Fuck this. I was like I because I almost had him on the second one on one duel. And I was like, I'm going to try this again. But I, I, what I did was I changed up some of my specializations as far as sp- skills go and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the mage, you know, being a mage and trying to fight somebody who's a physical attacker one-on-one, that's hard to do. You have to do some circling around this guy. 
Yeah, unless you've got multiple ways to like stun them or freeze to them. Or... Well, that was the thing. I had Crushing Prison, which is a great move for uh, mages if you want to stop somebody in their tracks. Mm-hmm. And I, I had removed it from my active bar where I could just hit the button and do it. I moved it back to the active bar, and that, that saved my ass. So I beat him in the duel uh, one-on-one uh, just using Crushing Prison and uh. – and, um, Shooting like the arcane spirit bolt. Yeah, see, one of my problems was that the <coughs> flask wouldn't affect the Kunari. Yeah. Or barely ever. It would affect maybe one, whereas with normal humans, I could get a whole group to become woozy. Yeah. So, I mean, I I basically gave up on that. So that was one of my main weapons that I didn't even have in that fight. But. So, um, Sophie, you, you had no problem taking him out? No, it took me a while. Like It was more of a duel of attrition. I had to kind of outlast him. I was kind of just taking it to him, like proper tank style. I had stocked up on potions and stuff a lot. And he goes through, I think, three or four healing potions, which really kind of annoyed me. But I had like my stamina potions and my health potions. And yeah, I basically was just able to wear him down. I would kind of, I was able to move out of the way a lot of his rushing attacks and then just like pummel him with the shield and pummel him with the berserker and just outlast him basically okay i mean it was like i did i did it first time but it took it it lasted a long time yeah the fight because it was just a case of having to time everything right and just get out of the way and kind of run around wait for my own kind of attacks to recharge and stuff and take him out yeah that was kind of like with me i just had to keep running around him until my charge, my cooldowns ended. Yeah. Because my, my attacks were pretty successful. Like the the shield pummel and everything like that. And then the kind of... I had like... I can't remember what it's called. But like this quick hack and slash move that I have as well. They were quite... I'd Assault. kind of leveled all of those up. Yeah. I'd leveled up the weapon and shields. Like I maxed out that whole category. So like I had pretty good power behind those attacks. But it just took time for it to recharge. Yeah. So, kill the Arshok, and um, you know everybody. I think I think Knight Commander Meredith shows up, um, and we we eventually just say, "Yeah, he, Hawk's now the the champion of Kirkwall. Congratulations, you saved the town." And that's not like that's like a status, right? Was there a champion before, or are you? I th- I'm pretty sure that is a that is a that is a um a status. I don't because they kind of refer to him through the rest of the game like he's got as, this rank. Yeah, as the it's champion. It's not just like uh oh you're you're great and you you killed people and here's you know. No, it's like a title, isn't it? It's like yeah. a formal. Yeah, it's like a title, and it gives him like, like weight politically as yeah. well as just Pres- prestige. You know, yeah, I think it's just a you know. A, a good protector of the city or something like that, you know, and they, they rely on him or her to, I guess, you know, uh, for, for certain political matters and things like that, maybe as an advisor. So after that, we become the champion and then it cuts to God, how many years later, three years later, three Three more years. Yeah. Yeah. Three more years later. And we're back in Kirkwall. We're the champion. We're living the high life, all that stuff. Living large. Um, but then 
since the Viscount is dead, there's there's nobody really there as I wouldn't say a king, but there is no president of Kirkwall anymore. And it's they a power power vacuum. And they haven't they haven't appointed anybody. So much like the the dwarves in um Ozamar, they're all pissed off at each other on who's gonna rule this place. And of course Knight Commander Meredith's like I, I've been protecting this place forever. Why don't I just be it? And then the mages, and particularly Orsino, is that how you pronounce it? Yep. Yeah, I think so. He's like, uh, yeah, no, you're insane. We are <laughs> yeah, not going to use business. you. Yeah. So they, and that's the next turning point in Act Three is, you know, obviously the mages and the people. Everybody who is in the circle are really getting pissed off at how Knight Commander Meredith is running both the Templars and running kind of like ma- mainly all of the, the the circle. I mean, obviously she's she she's the head of the circle of of Magi as far as the the protection of the Templars and things go. Um, yeah, not a lot of not a lot of rest for our champion. Just kind of. Three years later, cutscene, and he's in the middle of those two having a bit of a flap at each other. Doesn't get to bask in his glory for very long, does he? No. Well, but presumably that you know it was relatively peaceful for a while, right? Because it seems like Meredith has been getting more and more crazy, and it keeps it keeps getting worse over yeah. those three years. Yeah. And so presumably for a while, you know, it was everything was happy, and I was just living with Meryl in my mansion. Yeah, that was. That, that doesn't sound like happiness to me, Matt. That sounds like that sounds like my idea of hell. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy blood mage who's really annoying at times. Yeah, I don't want to marry that. <laughs> I'm so glad I was right about her in our first podcast when I said, I just have a suspicion that something's up with that girl. Yeah. Boy, was I proved right. <laughs> So um, I, that was literally the most satisfying moment of the whole game for me. Just like, yes, I knew it. Well, you know, anyway, th- we, can, we can get to that later. If you if you want to get into that, we can because the only thing we're going to talk about is this beginning. All right, so there's tensions arising between the Circle of Magi and the Templars, particularly the leaders of both, you know, Orsino and uh, Knight Commander Meredith, and then the rest of it's pretty much just filler with the companion quest finishing up with what we started with them you know so if you want to get into Meryl's companion quest you go right ahead because I'll be honest with you I skipped it completely yeah I really wanted to skip it It, I did all of the other ones first including Isabella like Isabella came back for me did she not come back for you guys she no she did not yeah well me and Isabella were tight so it was good she came back I met up with her in the the hangman pub and uh we had a little chat we talked it out she was she realized what she did wrong and she she came back to my party really well, yep. i'm still waiting for her to do that when the game's over <laughs> <laughs> yeah no so i i got another companion's quest for isabella oh, um, nice. and we we hunted down the um i guess the mercenary king guy well not king you know what i mean the mess the, the chief mercenary guy the guy who'd been hunting her all this time basically mm-hmm. and we had a big showdown with him killed him Nice. Yeah. I, I have never experienced that because I don't think I ever got Isabella high enough to like me enough to... 
to come back. That sounds like a totally different story. Yeah, no. She both, like, we had our little fling, and we were also friends. Like, we were just better off as friends, I think. So, yeah, she came back, and it was... It was good because I like having her in my party. I, I switched between her and Varric, but I really enjoyed like her companion quest in Act 3. Truth be told, she's the only other rogue that uses blades in the entire game, unless you play as yeah. a hawk that's a rogue. You know, So she's really the only quick striker that you have. So I lost her completely, which, truth be told, I never really used her that much unless it was one yeah. of her quests. Me either. So, um, but yeah, so Meryl... I, I did hers first, actually, since oh, she was my wife. Yeah, I, I, I kind of <laughs> figured, but it, ha- it has all the to, to do with the the the, the mirror, right? The stupid the mirror, yeah. mirror. I did it whenever I first played this game, but I I kind of knew it was a, like a long string of quests. I think, or do you go yeah. back? Yeah, you go back to the fade. I think. Oh, I didn't do that. Yeah, because, I didn't. Like do I've that. been towing like the hard line, like. You guys went into the fade earlier in this game as well, hey? And I never did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, with Meryl, like, my character... She's, like, the one companion that he doesn't really try to placate or or try to be nice. You know, he's nice to her, but he's just kind of like, look, what you're doing is crazy, and I'm never going to support it. (laughs) Like, grow up. So I've always kind of refused to kind of pander to her whims about the mirror and even though i said like no i'm not going to support you in this or no i don't agree with this or no you shouldn't do this like it still puts me onto the next quest of like go to sundermount and help meryl find this thing that she needs for the mirror <laughs> i'm like yeah but i don't want to so what, en- what ends up happening with her well we went up to the mountains i don't did you do this one as well matt yeah i, I yeah. basically was are you, like, are you are you the supportive husband? Yeah. I'm like, look, she needs some help. She's obviously messed up, but, you know, she's only got this one issue, so as soon as we can deal with it, we can live happily ever after. This one minor blood magic. Yeah. One minor blood magic issue resolved. Issue. So, like, when I got to the top of this mountain, and I guess it's something, like, she, it's a demon, right? That she needs yeah. to. So to, she needs to go contact her demon because the demon's yeah. the only one who knows about the mirror and how to like unlock it, basically. And because we get up there. Yeah, sorry. I was just gonna say she. It's been sitting there and she can feel that it's got power, but it doesn't do anything, and nobody yeah. can tell her how to like activate it except for the demon. And we're kind of up there having this conversation, and I'm just like, listen to yourself. You sound crazy. And in my quest, the um. The, the leader of the, the the Dalish, I guess, or whoever they are at the mountains, yeah. comes in yeah. there and she says, like, she's she agrees with, you know, my character and it's like, Meredith, you need to let this Meryl, sorry, you need to let this go, like, this is gonna drive you insane like, and she, t- turns out she'd taken possession of the demon herself yeah, and the only way to d- the, and the, the altar is like empty, she's like, there's no yeah. demon here anymore and um, the Dalish woman says, I've got the demon. The only way to kill the demon is to kill me because, you know, my body is the host. And Meryl's like, oh, no, why did you do this? And I'm like, see, I told you so. You can't, like, play around with blood magic. People get hurt. Well, well, she chose to get hurt. We could have dealt with this. I am the champion. I can deal no, with anything. No. See, this is another example of Meryl just like being totally naive and not thinking about how her actions have ramifications. But we fought, 
we killed the demon and we killed the woman. And then all shit kicked off when we left yeah. the mountain, which was really annoying. Because then like, as soon as you walk out of the um, the cave thing at the top, you get accosted by like a party of the Dalish who've come up and they're all like, where's our leader? What have you done with her? And I'm just kind of like, well, I just told the truth. I don't know what you said, Matt, but I was just kind of like, look, this is what happened. Really sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said it was her own fault for taking that demon and we were going to oh, see, it. I didn't say that. I said, you know, she stepped up and she did this and she's dead, basically. And then they, I don't think there's any way to get out of that without having a fight. Yeah. So we had so. to kill all them. And then you get you kill all them and you go down the mountain and then the rest of the fuckers are waiting there for you. <laughs> every and there's single like one. every single one of them, like thirty of them. That took me a little while to Wow, you you killed yeah. all the Dalish elves. All of them. Yeah. And I didn't even want to support her in a stupid quest for a stupid blood magic mirror of stupidness. And then like I just end up having to kill like fifty Dalish. <laughs> I find that super sad though, because we went through all that and didn't yeah, it was. And like, the thing that she needed. Well, good. But I was really annoyed because they wouldn't even talk. They weren't having any of it. But then Meryl, like, after she was just all like, I can't believe any of this happened. Like, it's all my fault. And I was like, yeah, it is your fault. You're going to have to deal with it. It is all your fault. And she's like, you're making me feel really bad. Well, should have thought about that. So, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> They're dead. Yeah. They're all all of them. I didn't do that. I didn't even go to her house. In fact, I never used her once in my party unless it was for, you know. Me either. Just because I'm a mage and I'm a badass mage and I don't need another one. <laughs> I did end up, you know, she did she was there for me at the it did mean she was there for me at the final kind of showdown, but Yeah, I subbed her out for Anders a lot in act 3, but she was in my party for a big chunk of the game. So, oh, and the, can we talk about Anders' quest as well? Yes, you have Cause... to do it to talk about the ending. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. We can leave it till later. Then I don't. I mean, it, it, he 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 wants us to help him do something. And we don't yeah, know he doesn't tell us what. And it's awkward for us because me and Anders are like you know living together now. Like we're properly our our romances at the max he's like can you just do this thing for me and I'm like of course I trust you you know one thing I thought was weird with act 3 was that every time I would initiate one of these like companion quests it would start by that companion talking to a different companion and then just leaving yeah and I'm like, why? Why, if they saw me coming, would they all leave? <laughs> it was. A bit, it's that awkward thing, right, where you walk into a room and then like everyone gets up and leaves. It's like, yeah. was it something but I if said? It's like, my friends, I wouldn't be like, oh, <laughs> hey, I didn't know you were going to be here. This is awesome. Let's have a beer. It's God, fuck. And everyone's like, hawk. oh shit, hawk, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> I, uh, I just remembered I left the stove on. Yeah. So I better get out before she kills somebody. But that happened like four different times. I'm like, I'm starting to take this personally. <laughs> <laughs> And it's always Varric as well. He's yeah. such a shit starer. Yeah. I love Varric. He's awesome. Yeah, he is. He was in my party throughout the whole game. He was, me too. Me, t- me too. I mean, like, he was I once, like, I'd kind of settled on him in the sort of, the last third of the game. I, after him and Isabella, I kind of settled on him. But I really enjoy him. He's so funny. Yeah, he's a good one. 
He's just uh, like I love the the banter, like while you're walking around with all the yeah. other characters. It was one where he was talking to Aveline. He's like, "So, what do you do on your, you know, when you're not working?" She's like, "I'm hanging out with you guys." He's like, "You continue to scare the piss out of me." <laughs> <laughs> so it's just uh, he's he's really good. I, I like him a lot, and I'm glad he's going to be back in the Inquisition. Oh, nice. Um, you oh you haven't seen any of the trailers yet? I'm I'm not watching any of them. Oh, I, yeah. I, I pre-ordered my copy finally. I'm good to go for day one. I'm not watching any trailers. I'm not watching anything. So oh, I'm come on. At, at least watch. I, I'm going to send you a yeah, link if, to if, a trailer. Okay. Just watch that one trailer. It just sets up. You know, it it does a little bit of a tease. Oh, you remember this person? You remember this person? I mean, it doesn't spoil anything. Okay. In that case, I would watch one. I just don't want to randomly stumble across one that spoils a bunch for me. And Yeah, no, no, no. Nothing like that's even been released yet. Because I kind of liked all the the nods back in this game. Yeah, yeah. To some of the other characters. Yeah, we're we're gonna be we're gonna be coming back into that right now. At least for me, what happened with me? Um, we we get a letter. Yeah. From uh somebody and that was in my game. I know Matt, you probably didn't get this letter, unless you got the letter from somebody else. But I got a letter from King Alistair. I got a letter from Alistair as well. And I um. I went to go meet him at the Viscount's Keep. Hmm. Matt, did you have anything like that happen? I had nothing like that happen, but I did run across Alistair getting drunk alone in a bar. Nice! <laughs> in the bar, not a bar. Yeah. In the in the hangman? Yep, he was just hanging out there drinking by himself. Was he still in his like Templar uniform and everything? Uh, no, I think if I remember correctly, he was just in normal, normal street clothing. Street clothes and stuff? Street clothes. Wow. Oh, he was a lot more... Because yeah, he left. I mean, he wasn't the king in my game. He yeah. was just, you know, he just said, I'm going to leave. I can't do this. I'm leaving. So I assumed he wouldn't want to draw attention to himself. So And now he's just like a drunk hobo. That's really sad. I mean, what did you guys discuss? Did you talk about anything or was he just too No, not much because, you know, I didn't know him. He just made a few comments and then walked out the door, basically. Huh. That's sad. <laughs> That's really depressing. I don't like to think of Alistair as like a sad, lonely drunk. Yeah, see a little bit, but right. I, I was just happy to see he was alive. I'm like, he'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be back. Don't worry. Maybe next he, game. He's one of the few people who made it out alive of your game, hey? So that's yeah. Yeah, that's already a pretty, quite an accomplishment <laughs> <laughs> to survive my gameplay. <laughs> So, uh, but I feel like it's guaranteed it'll be back in Inquisition. So I'm like, oh, don't worry. Have a few beers. We got we got things to do. I don't know what and I don't know when, but you know, I'll, I'll see you in November. I just yeah. I love how cavalier you are. <laughs> there was one thing I forgot to mention. By the way, during the um, during the battle with the with the Canari, you know, the big final battle or going up to the final battle. While I was while I was going going through the streets of Kirkwall trying to get to the Viscount's keep, I ran into a very familiar face. I ran into my brother Carver. He was there along with the other Grey Wardens. Yep, Bethany was there as well for me. Was she with the circle? Yep. Okay. Um and uh I was talking to the Grey Warden, the guy who took him away, and we're like, Hey, we kinda need your help here. And he's like, we don't get involved in political matters. Um, so yeah. Plus there's something brewing and we need to go, uh, investigate it like right now. 
and then they ran off. But it was good seeing him because he was like, oh, sister, hi, how have you been? You know, he wasn't like a dick. Because <laughs> because if you're not high and if you if you don't if you don't have his friendship up, he's just like, oh, there you are again. Why am I not surprised to see you in the middle of this crap? <laughs> so, um, I mean, he's a dick. Carver is a dick. You know, it always has been. He's he's he, he's he starts off as a rival whenever you start the game because he just feels like I'm just stuck in my my sibling's fucking shadow the entire time. So. Uh, but I did. I got. I got to see him, which I, I should mention that. Um, but yeah, going back to uh, Alistair, uh, we get the we get the letter from Alistair. He's wanting to meet us because you know, obviously, we're the champion of Kirkwall, um, and we meet him up there at the Viscount's Keep, and he's he's already up there talking to Night Commander Meredith. She's all pissed off. She's demanding, you know, I I, I want to have more Templars. I want to have, you know, I want to have put a leash on these fucking mages and stuff like that. And then of course, Alistair's kind of like, won't you just chill out lady? I mean, you know, it's just, you know, and she runs off pissed off and he comes, you know, we, we go in there and talk to him. He asks us a few questions. He's mainly there just to investigate what the fuck's going on. Cause he's already heard, you know, this is, you know, my kingdom is still rebuilding, but I'm hearing, Bad shit's happening here, so I figured I'd come just check on you guys. And he said, it sounds like you guys are not doing too well. <laughs> um, you know, and he's like, I, you know, I, I'd really like to try and help you guys find the Viscount, too. And I, I suggested myself <laughs> as the Viscount. I was like, I can rule this fucking place. you kidding me? You know, so. And he's like, well, it's not really up to me. You know, I'm the king of Pharrell, then not the king of Kirkwall. That's so. what I would have done. If I had a chance, I would have taken my two favorites and, you know, become a dictator in Kirkwall. Would have been a much better city. <laughs> I would have taken Cullen and Thrask. Those are the two only level-headed characters in this game, I think. <laughs> so the uh, that's I mean you know that was that was it seems like the most even thing you know you're always having choices like whenever you whenever you get in between Meredith and Orsino. Mm-hmm. It's always like, well, who the fuck are you going to go with? And it's either, all right, I'm with the Templars or I'm with the mages. Or there's the other option of, you guys just chill the fuck out. Everybody just chill out. Nobody's at fault here. Everybody just shut up. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I mostly went with that. But I at a certain too. point, I was just kind of like, I, I, don't, I don't like Meredith. Yeah. <laughs> And I didn't like the attitude. I mean, I'm not really a fan of the attitude towards mages in, like, Dragon Age, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. my character's kind of hot on, you know, this, I guess prejudice, really. And, and kind of like a hatred of something that people don't really understand. And doesn't kind of really think that locking everyone away is necessarily the best way to do it. And also, I know, I know you guys don't like your sibling, but... My character is quite fond of his sister, and so he oh, just yeah. kind of. I, I like Bethany. Yeah. Oh, I thought you didn't like Bethany. I don't know. Maybe. I no, just no. At first, I had a little romantic when I, inclination. Yeah, I remember. When I forgot Almost she was my sister, but yeah. Once I realized that, I'm like, oh, I'll protect her. She's the. Uh, yeah. She's... So at a certain point, he's just kind of like, Meredith, you need to shut your face. I but, like. Yeah. I like Carver too. Carver, like, he he just wants to make a name for himself. You know, he doesn't want to not, be known. Not a bad guy. Yeah, a... he doesn't want to be known as the champion's brother. 
Yeah. You know, and so that's why he's like he's he's totally involved in the in the Grey Wardens. He loves that shit. Doing his own thing. Yeah. Um. You know, I don't think he's a bad guy. And you know, I, I as far as my character goes, I'm sure she loves him like a fucking brother. So it's just attitude, right? Not- yeah, yeah. He's just always like, oh, you know. You just got to be better, don't you? You know, even though I'm not trying to, I'm just a badass. You can't stop badassness. So that's that's my burden that I have to worry about. So, um, but yeah, Alistair, he shows up just for a little while. Just I think they they there is no reason for for any of that to even be in the game. It's just there to say, hi, you remember Alistair? Here he is. You know, so it was well, nice. That, that just to show he's a good king. I mean, that might come up in Inquisition. Yeah, what's been, what's been happening in these last years? You know, has he been a good king or not? And you're like, well, he must have been doing enough right that he could take a little time off to go investigate problems in other places. I think he's also there to to bring up a few things. He brings up with me, at least, that uh, there's some rumblings going on with the Orlesians. Um, they, I don't like the Orlesians. Nobody does. They're a bunch of dicks. <laughs> uh, but they, um, they. There's rumors that the Orlesians are trying to maybe take over Ferelden again. At least he, he he's he's he, that's the rumors. He said then he's you know he, I don't go by rumors, which is why I'm probably going to go to Orlay and just you know say hey guys what's 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 going on <laughs> you know. <laughs> so um but yeah he's he's doing like a big tour of the of Thetis I think that's how you pronounce it. Yep. The entire world or you know continent or whatever the hell this world is um just you know just i guess keep it up with appearances because he is the king after all king of pharrell at least so um but that's there excuse me and um i mean it's more just companion quest stuff i mean most of them are inconsequential uh you know fenris i did fenris's yeah. I really, really pissed Fenris off. Did you now? What did you do? Well, I just got like a blade of some, a blade of mercy. Whatever, what, blade of mercy? Was that it? Yeah. I think so. And I gave it to him and he just didn't like it. And he was really angry that I gave it to him. And he's like, I don't want this shit. Really? So he was yeah. real happy when I gave it to him. Oh, yeah. And then I gave him something else immediately after. I don't remember what it was, though. Yeah. I but gave, I, Fenris it was a book. and I. Yeah, we're not friends, so. You're not friends like with him. Much. No, I don't really. I've never. I used him in my party maybe for like one quest back in the day, and yeah. He is my main tank. He yeah. doesn't like me because I support the mages and stuff most of the time yeah, as well. He's real not so. happy about that either in my game. He um, he is my fucking boyfriend. So he 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 loves me. I he mean, was it, almost accidentally my boyfriend. Yeah, he he, he I I kind of solidified that. I made sure that he, you know, he he absolutely loved me. I mean, and he it does. It comes up multiple times. You know, he's like, he, I give him the sword. He's like, this is the perfect gift for me. Thank you. You know, and <laughs> and we start making out and stuff like that. So I was like, yeah, I got him. Even um, though I was trying not I'm to sure leave him. I'm sure I on. gave him something that he hated. I can't remember what it was. Or maybe it wasn't the blade, but. I'm gonna go and check now. Carry on. Sorry. I had to use the uh, the romance option on him one more time because I gave him that book and he's like, "Oh, I uh, I don't know how to read." And then the romance <laughs> option was, "I'll teach you how to read." I'm like, "That doesn't seem too romantic." Romantic. 
But I'm like, I'll teach you. And then I'm like, all right, immediately extricate myself from this conversation. I will teach you how to read if you want that. That's fine. We're friends. You know, we can be bros, but that's about it. Yeah. So, um, and he's asked before. He asked me, he's like, you sure you want to be with me? I was like, you sure there's nobody else that you get your eye on? And I'm like, not only you, you know. <laughs> so, um, so me and him are like, you know, we're going steady. He hasn't moved in. He does not want to move in for some reason. Mm. But he does. He, he, I mean, you know, we have houses next to each other, so whatever. Yeah, him and I are pretty tight. Yeah. His, uh, his quest was pretty sad, though. Yeah, you want to talk about that? Um, well, he just finds out that his sister is in town. And then we go to the bar to meet up with her. And basically, um, she was working for his old master. Yep. And he had promised her a lot of wealth and prestige and whatnot if he if she would turn him turn Fenris in. So we get there to meet up with her and then down the stairs comes the old master and a couple of bodyguards and uh you know, we we fight and kill them. See and I then, did not have that quest at all. <laughs> I have a little heart to heart with my sister and say can't believe you did this, and uh, you're going to pay. And I killed her. <laughs> killed my own sister. For real? Well, I mean, he did. I'm Hawk, but yeah. Fenris yeah. I, I allowed Fenris to kill his own sister. Yeah. I said, you know, this isn't my call. Oh, I, I totally made it my call. Because I, I was like, you betrayed my boyfriend. <laughs> I said, I'm not going to stand in the way. Do what you I wonder do. if I just never had this one, because like, Fenris and I just don't like not each other. friends. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas you, I got yeah. the Isabella one because we were. Yeah, probably confide in you a little bit more if they liked you. Yeah, yeah. And he was not happy sitting when around I... that mansion drinking with Fenris. Yeah. It must have been the blade that I gave him because he kind of talks about it, right? And he says this is the history of the blade or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, you can have it. And he's like, fuck you, I don't want it. <laughs> pretty much, he was really mad. No, well, he accepted it with loving arms. In fact, he equipped it, and it's the best sword for him in the entire game. Yeah, I didn't really use him, but I did. Have him equip it. Yeah. So, I guess the only other thing we can talk about as far as companion quest goes is the one with Anders. Because the rest of them really don't matter. The rest of them are just story. Yeah, I did have aliens, I think. I don't even remember what it was. I can't, I can't either. Oh, it's something to do with patrols. Oh, they thought well. she was favoring people? Yeah, she's married to that guy, Donick. Yeah, 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 married, she, yeah she's married, aren't they? yeah. That's it, though. Like, we just go. Yeah. Like She's like, come on, on patrol with me. I'll show you I don't favor them. And we go, and Donick's getting beaten up, and then we save him, and uh, that's that. I mean, her companion quests are so tedious. Yeah. And I don't know why I did them, but I just... I'm glad that I did, because I quite... Like, I don't... I don't know if I like... I respect her, and she's great in my party. Like, I've, she's a mainstay in my party, so I want to keep her... Keep her happy. happy. Yeah. But, man, it's so boring. <laughs> Yeah. I thought that one was kind of funny when she couldn't talk to Donick. Yeah. Yeah, it was, was just, but, like, like so the dialogues were funny, it. but, like, the actual wandering around the Wounded Coast was just really yeah. annoying. Anytime wandering around the Wounded Coast is fucking annoying. Yeah. I fucking hate that place. So it, it, that's one thing I do have to mention about this game, the, the, as far as the game mechanic goes. Holy shit, let me hit the start button and then choose to go to the fucking map that lets me warp to places. Instead yeah. of me Instead having of walking to the exit, yeah, walking to the exit of a place, yeah, it's just so fucking annoying. 
You know, and it happens, it happens from certain times. So like, if I go to the Hawks estate, and then I want to go to Hightown. It starts me at Hawks Estate in Hightown. I'm like, fuck, just start me at the beginning of Hightown, you know, like, like normal. It's frustrating. Yeah, it is. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, just give me a fucking, you know, just let me bring up that map that lets me turn night to day and bullshit like that. And just let me go where I want to. Because this game's already long enough and tedious as far as, you know, moving places. Yeah, I, agree I, I, I don't know. I, I understand that. I didn't have much of a problem with it, though. It didn't really bother me. I mean, like most of the time, I was it, it I was going somewhere, so it, it didn't bother me as much. It's when like you're doing stuff between, like if you want to go to sell some shit or buy some shit or go to yeah. the estate, then it's really annoying because it's just like, oh, it's taken me ten minutes to get here. Well, not ten minutes, but you know what I mean. It seems like it's taking forever. Yeah. To navigate yeah. from there to here, and all I want to do is sell my junk. Yeah. And then loading times are not as bad as Origins, but they're still long enough to be fucking annoying. Yeah, yeah. Happen that frequently. Yeah. So, um, I, I, I'll quickly mention Sebastian was all about like taking care of everybody that 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 had uh, betrayed him and his family. Um, also helping out the uh, helping out the, the 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 leader of the Chantry. What was her? I can't remember what her name was, but the you know the head of the Chantry. Uh, helping her out, you know, it just it basically just like it gave you better like points with Sebastian. Um which I'm the only guy that has Sebastian in his party, right? Yeah, I, I Yeah, did I don't I yeah. don't have him. Um but yeah the, the I guess the only predominant one would be for Anders. And I'll go ahead and say I don't really I can't tell you exactly what goes on there because I refuse to help him. Dun 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 <laughs> So he wants us to do something and doesn't tell us exactly what it is. But all we have to do is, like, we have to go do some things for justice first. Yeah, it's all very, like, cloak and dagger. He says he and wants to dissociate himself from justice. Yeah, yeah. and he doesn't want to... We need to make a potion. Yeah, and he sort of is very cagey because we're in a romance and he's just really cagey. He's like, you have to trust me on this. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I trust you. And he's like, oh, I'm so lucky to have you. Let's say, yeah, okay, just get on with it. So yeah, we have to go and collect a couple of, we have to collect a two sort of kind of two sort of ingredients, I guess, for his potion. Yeah, which was just a, you know a bit boring, but it was just two sort of dungeon questy type things. And then he kind of goes off on his own. He needs help sneaking into the chantry. Yeah. is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he takes, yeah, and he says, "Go distract this person." Yeah, and he uh, he he takes the potion with him, the and he kind of and, and he breaks up with me. <laughs> really? Does he? Yeah, he's like, I can't remember if it happens before or after, but it basically he's just like, we can't be together anymore. Oh. Is what he says after this. Man. I'm like, what the f? <laughs> I've supported you. You've been living in my house. You're a mage. You know, like, what the F? And he's like, it's not you, it's me. And, uh. He's like, I... But he doesn't leave my party, so. Yeah, we'll find out yeah, about it, that. That's, that's, that's awkward. Yeah, we'll find out about that real quick. Because I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and go into it. Yeah. There's, there's two main quests that we have to do. 
the first one being from Meredith, or you can do them in any order, but the one of them is from Meredith. She wants us to find these rogue mages that, that fled from the Chantry. Uh, two of them are blood mages who just went nuts whenever I showed up. So yeah. I promptly killed them. Killed them. Yep. Uh, the other one was a drunk who <laughs> went to the hanged man and he was trying to get laid. Yeah, he was only saying yeah. he was a blood mage so he could sound more badass. Yeah. Yeah. Let him go. So I let I didn't let him go. I said, You're going back to the circle, but go get you a woman. You know, go. And so I, I gave him enough time to go get laid and then he then he went back to the circle. <laughs> and um the other quest is um for the, the mages is uh our no. I, I'm keep. I'm, I'm keep. Uh, I'm about to say Arsidio, so, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Arsino. Um, he wants us to figure out what, what's going on with it. mages are leaving the circle at random times and going off a meeting, and they don't know really know what's going on. So when we go to the meeting, uh, Templars are even there. There's Templars and mages there. They're basically staging a revolt. You know, and we're like, no, stop doing this. But they don't even give us a chance to say, all right, let's talk about this. They're just like, yeah. here goes the champion, fucking kill her. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I was like, I'm just here to talk. It was a bit weird. So I killed them. Then we go to the Wounded Coast again uh, to, uh, to, to, they, where they having the big group meeting. Um, everybody's there. Uh, and the big thing is, for me at least, was that th- they have a way to deal with the champion. They have a, a, a way to deal with me. And the rumor is they have somebody that is near and dear to my heart. Yeah, same same to me. Yep. When I get there, they have knocked out my brother and are going to kill him. And that's when I said, you know what? Fuck every single person here. Yeah. You, you are all going to die. <laughs> yeah. So I killed everybody except that one guy. Yeah, the one guy who's just kind of like... he. Elaine, he tried to, is that his name? Yeah, yeah, and he tried to stand... He was like, I don't really agree with this. I think you've gone too far. Like, I don't want to be a part of this, like, killing innocent people. Yeah. And yeah, so I didn't didn't kill him. Seemed Would have seemed a bit unfair. Yeah. Speaking of uh, people that we love uh, getting hurt, we totally forgot to talk about one. Because we didn't mama, talk about mama. yeah, mom. Oh yeah! Holy fuck! How fucked up that was that? So sick. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that really was like I was not expecting it to be that dark. Yeah. Like that was really fucking dark. <laughs> so we have been getting quests. I think it even started in Act One of somebody is kidnapping women mm-hmm. and and killing them. You know, and he's, he's, he, it, there's always like, he's always leaving like a certain type of flower, you know. Yeah, white lilies, right? Yeah, he, he will, he will kidnap them and leave white lilies there to signify it's been him. He struck again. And, um, we never could catch the guy. Well, and it was still an act two when this happened. Yeah. Um, we, we get a message from, it might have been Bodan. Or it might have been Gamlin, but they yeah, were saying I, yeah. it might have been. I think it was Gamlin. Because, I get Gamlin. It was. I'm yeah, pretty sure it was. Gamlin's like, hey, I haven't seen your mom, and she always stops by on you know Tuesdays to see me. 
And she got these pretty white flowers. Yeah, and there's these pretty white flowers there. And at that point, I was like, what? I was like, oh, shit. And yeah. we're like, okay, we got to find her now. <laughs> so um, there's a string of events where we try and find this person. We eventually do find him. And it's kind of fun. It's a guy who's been doing very, very dark blood magic, uh, particularly necromancy. And um, we see our mother sitting in a chair with her back turned to us. And he's there. We get into a big fight, kill him, and then we go to talk to our mother. Psycho style. Yeah. And she is – it's her head strapped onto other other women's bodies. What he's doing – he's trying to make that perfect woman that was – I think it was like his ex-wife or his – you know. Somebody who who he loved at one time, and he was trying to recreate that person by taking body parts of other women and then bringing that body to life. And it had our mother's head on it, and it was alive. It was it was her mother. I mean, it was it was our mother because you know she talked to us and, and knew who she, who we were, but she was like, "Fucking kill me." Yeah. 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 <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> but I remember when when she got up and turned around and you know you see the whole Frankenstein mother thing the fucking face on my hawk was just like <laughs> pure fucking dread it was just like oh my god <laughs> and I couldn't help but laugh <laughs> it wasn't animated very well <laughs> and I was just like this looks ridiculous but holy shit you know <laughs> at the same time because I totally forgot about that yeah. like, I, the first time I had played this game I was like oh shit I totally forgot about my mom turning into Frankenstein's monster you know and so mom's dead I'm all alone now because Carver's went off to the fucking Grey Wardens. You still got Gamlin. I do have Gamlin, but he's a fuckhead. He's a dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? It was so weird because I did two quests with him at the same time. The first one was being trying to find his treasure that he's been looking for all these years. Yeah, I did that one. And I asked him about it. I was like, so what's this about this treasure thing? He's like, what the fuck do you care? You know, you're a piece of shit. Get out of my face. <laughs> and then after that. He's I, so aggressive. I talked to him again and he's like, you know, you're all right. You know, he's, he's like, yeah. you, you, you bring a lot of trouble into our family. But you know what? I love you. I was like, dude, you just got done cursing me out. And now you're, 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 you're you like me he now? Wasn't- yeah, he wasn't very happy when he found out his sister died either. No, he was like, like this is your fault. I'm like, yeah, how is this dude. my fault? Yeah, and then in the end, he's basically like, you're the only family I have left. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, I, I, like, I even cracked a joke at that because I was totally serious the entire time. And then when he was like, well, looks like you're the only family I have left. I'm like, oh, good. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, fantastic. Just me and you. So, yeah, totally forgot to talk about that. But, yeah, mom's dead. She got turned into Frankenstein and then uh, the killer. Wow, that was – I totally forgot about that. That was completely fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, even for Dragon Age where everybody yep. has conversations with blood Covered all over blood. them. It was just <laughs> like, man, that's just so fucking morbid, you know? So, anyway, going back to 
the the big night, the night of fire, as I like to call it. Um, the uh, Meredith and and our city hall is back in it again. This is the last straw. Yeah, the last straw. Yeah. That's the name of the quest. Meredith's back in his face. It's like, you know, I'm sick of this bullshit. You know, I, you're fucking mages. You know, every one of them's a fucking blood mage. I'm going to lock every single one of you guys up. I'm sick of it. And then Ars- you know, Arsenio... <laughs> doesn't like, sound crazy at all. Yeah, he's like, what the... What, your problem? What is your fucking problem? I was like, you know what? You drive people to fucking blood magic the way you act. God, you're such an asshole, you know? <laughs> so, um, and... You know, we're all there. We're all kind of gathered up. as like, dude, you know, because I think somebody asked us to come help them. Like, like she, I, I think, fuck, who was it? I can't remember who it was. I, it was probably the mages. But they were like, Meredith, she's on a fucking tirade again. Please fucking help us. So I show up. They're already arguing into it and everything. I show up and I'm like, all right, everybody just chill out, please. Why don't we got to get into this again? You know, everybody's there, including people that's not in my party. Yeah. And Orsino's like, that's it. I'm leaving. I'm going to find the Grand Cleric. Yeah. And then uh, Anders pops up and says, I don't know if that's a good idea. (laughs) And then we turn turn and look. (laughs) And there's this, (laughs) there's this, Massive beam of light that comes down from the sky and hits the chantry, and then the chantry explodes. Kaboom! Kaboom! Grand cleric and all, right? Yeah, grand cleric. Everybody in the chantry is there. They are all exploded into a million pieces. I was like, honey, you got some explaining to do. What are you doing? (laughs) Before that even happened, the first thing that happened after the explosion. It cuts the fucking Sebastian because Sebastian's, you know, he's he's all about, you know, the maker and and faith and all that stuff. And he loves, you know, the Grand Cleric. And he's just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> and then when Anders comes out and says, yes, I did that. He fucking he pulls this fucking bow and arrow. He's ready to fucking shoot him in the fucking face. Now I'm like, whoa, chill out. Oh, everybody, everybody chill the fuck out. Whoa. Time out. Time out. <laughs> you know, everybody's pointing guns at each other. You know, we got a Mexican standoff and they're like, whoa, 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 everybody. And he's like, I'm going to kill you right fucking now. And he's like, this woman did nothing to you and you just blew her up for no fucking reason. <laughs> Are you out of your mind? <laughs> like, like his face was like my face when I saw my mom. Because <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa. I forgot Sebastian was in my party when this happened. <laughs> All right, so Anders is there, and he's like, "Yeah, I started this." I mean, he he straight up just goes nuts. Yeah, he doesn't. He well, I didn't. He's not even like going crazy about it. He's just kind of cold about it, right? He's just like, "Yeah, I did this. Yeah, it had enough to be done. Enough. It had to be done. Time for talking's over." Like he was just kind of straight up. Like he didn't. He wasn't like babbling like a crazy person. He was just. Yeah. He was kind of. He was just. He was like, calm he, about he, it. He had, he had yeah. made up his mind of he what he made up doing. his mind, and I was just like, uh, "I really wish you'd have talked to me before you'd done this." Yeah. Dear. Well, that was what he was doing during his companion quest. Yeah, that well, potion was actually some kind of fucking yeah. exploding summon. And he was it, that, the quest was called Justice, right? Yeah. And he it was to do with what he he needed to do something with justice, and that's why he broke up with me. 
before it happened because he said, I don't know what's going to happen to me or what I'm going to be like afterwards. Yeah. So um, that happens and everybody flips out. I mean, you know, Meredith is like, oh, my God, these fucking mages. <laughs> kill them all exactly yeah and i was then, like anders you're not really helping the cause here exactly dude. even even <laughs> arsino or how do you pronounce it fucking hell orsino 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 get get that in your head orsino was like you know arsenic arsenic you know arsino was like what the fuck have you done he's like you've condemned us all we're fucking screwed now you know, and Anders is like, "Won't you rise up against these fuckers?" You know, and I'm like, "Shut the fuck up, Anders! You've you've said enough today." Being a bit extreme. Yeah, uh, of course, Meredith goes nuts, and and she's like, "Yeah, this that's it. That's all I need to know. Every mage in this city will be put to death as of right now." Yeah. Like, whoa. Yeah, and I'm like, whoa, don't don't be hasty there, Meredith, you know. I mean, like, and Orsino's just kind of like, what? This guy's nothing to do with us. Yeah, we didn't even do yeah. this. Yeah. And you're going to kill us all, every single one of us, even the ones who aren't even in Kirkwall or whatever. Yeah. No. And so, you know, Meredith is there. She's like, all right, I'm killing every mage. We're starting it right now. She already put out the order. Templars are running off to go kill people. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, all right, Hawk. Who you with? Yeah, choose your side. Yeah, choose your side. This time, there is no second option of everybody chill the fuck out. <laughs> yep. Yeah. There is. Okay, I'm with the mages. There's, or, there's okay. no more chilling of anyone. Everyone's too. Or I'm gonna go with you, Meredith, and help stop this crazy, you know, scourge of mages. Like, uh, at least my interpretation of this was like her mindset is so skewed it's like there's not even like a correct like anders did one crazy thing yeah it's not like there's a you know like a wave of you know rebel mages Other. i mean there's blood there's bad mages right blood mag blood mages and everything like that but there's bad templars and you know meredith being one of them it just seems so ridiculous like her point of view yeah, at one point she was like, "He's a mage. Let's let's kill all the mages." I want to be like, "Well, he's a human. Why don't we kill all the humans?" Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing, and this is this is why you guys didn't have much of Fenris in your party, and you also didn't do a lot of his shit. You know, I, I think I got more options as far as Fenris goes. Fenris comes up with some pretty damn good points, and and as as so does Night Commander Meredith. Whenever you actually listen to you know her her way of thinking is that these fuckers are unpredictable yeah there are some good ones out there but you've seen what these fucking blood mages can do you you've seen what a fucking mage can do who's not even a blood mage you just piss them off and they can fucking decimate everybody i was like you really want those fuckers running around you know like dodgy humans who just like get power crazy and want to kill everyone. This is true, but you can stop a dude with a sword. But right. if you, can you can you stop a mage throwing fireballs at you from a distance? Totes. Already hacked down a couple of them in this game. No problem. Hey, well, yeah, that's, that's, that's the game part of it. But I'm just saying, in, in the grand scheme of things, you know, these mages are definitely more powerful than a human is. You know, or, yeah. or that, I mean, I didn't, the non-mage. I didn't get Fenris's 
you know, bullet points on this is why they're bad, but I wish that the game had still done a little bit better job balancing the two factions. Yeah, it's true. I mean, because I feel like most people are going to side with the mages. Well, I mean, it, we'll see. The Just thing is, Meredith is so crazy. Well, it's not. It, yeah, it, it all boils down to Meredith saying, "Kill all the mages." Whenever you don't yeah. hear, you don't hear any of the mages saying, "You know what? Let's kill all these fucking humans." You know, if she had said, "Lock up all the mages," I might have sided with her. Yeah. So I mean, it's Sanders did. But when she's like, kill all the mages, I'm like, I can't, how can anybody support that? Yeah. yeah. And it's kind of like, Anders did a crazy thing, but he made one point of saying like, you know, yeah, there are bad, you know, there's blood mages, but the, the circle isn't working anymore. And like, I, did, I, I, I kind of agree with what he said there, because I think if you do, rest- that the way the mages have been restricted, it gives, it gives more people who, who grow up with a chip on their shoulder to want to act out and yeah. to want to kind of go crazy, right? It, it it seemed to be like a a way of dealing with mages that was just like plugging gaps rather than dealing with the bigger issue, yeah. which is obviously the fear of the power that mages have. Yeah. But if your one way to deal with it is just to contain them all and lock them all up and restrict people's freedoms, there's always going to be an element of that group of people who are going to fight back against that. And that's kind of, I think, his point of saying we need a different way. To, you know, we need we need to think about what the circle actually does is a good point. Yeah. Blowing up the chantry probably not the best way to get your point across. I mean, that's that's the two extremists. You got yeah. Meredith, who's the extremist of the Templars, and you got Anders, who's the extremist of the Mages. Yeah, and they both kind of have like a basis of a point, right, from yeah. their two extremes. But <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, it, as far as Fenris goes, it, talking with him, he puts it a little bit more in perspective um, as far as – particularly living in Tevinter, mm-hmm. you know, with the Tevinter Imperium, you know, it's run by mages. Yeah, I got that speech bit from him about that. You know, they um, – they, they, and they are like fucking dictators, you know. Yeah. They, they have slaves, you know. They treat their slaves like shit, you know. They and, – and if you get in their way, they will fucking murder you. Yeah, which is why it's really funny that he'd want to support Meredith, who wants to basically institute the same thing in Kirkwall. Yeah, slavery. Yeah. So, um, so at this point, you make your choice, and this is the beginning of the end. You have to choose. What did everybody go with? Mages. Mages. I went with mages because. Meredith's fucking insane. She's uh, just too extreme. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Yeah. Is, is Meredith is fucking nuts, you know, and she has a fucking army with her. While yeah. Anders uh, it blew up a fucking chantry, we can stop Anders. Yeah. yeah. If uh, Meredith's kind of whole ideology is to is genocide, basically. Yeah. You know, at least Orsino for a while was willing to sit at the table and talk about it, but. When it comes to wiping out an entire race, um, I think you just kind of lose <laughs> any kind of semblance of having a point. It's just crazy. Yeah. So go with the mages. Everybody went with the mages. All right. At this point, when you make your choice, every single one of your party members says something, depending on how, how much they like you. They choose a side too. 
Fenris is like, I'm sorry, buddy. I hate mages. I can't support this. I'm out. Yep. Fenris. Same for me. Fenris says, I cannot fucking believe that I am going to help mages escape the circle, but Hawkeye love you. <laughs> and I said, <Aww>. yes. <laughs> There's a reason why I banged you. So, And then, you know, I said to Anders, GTFO, get out of here. I won't kill you because I understand that there's issues, but you need to leave. <laughs> I can't have you around. You, you've ruined everything. Just leave. I don't want anything to do with you. And um, Sophie, what did you do with Anders? I said, Anders, you've done fucked up big time here. I need you to help me put this right because we can't be having all the mages like being executed and we're going to talk about this afterwards. So <laughs> I had I kept him around, but I was like you you've fucked up basically. Hmm. I But I didn't want to send him away because I didn't want him to just go away, be all radicalized and crazy on his own and just kind of like I kind of thought I keep him around, make him see, you know, the shitstorm that's kicked off because of what he's done and yeah help put it right basically yeah Dude. that's what meryl suggested you know like meryl was in my yeah. party and she was like make him you know this is his chance to make it right you know if he but if she's skewed because she is a mage so i don't trust yeah. i don't trust her you know she's my wife but i don't really trust her that much yeah yeah <laughs> so that, that's the thing meryl, meryl piped up for me and she's like yay you will save the yeah. mages and I, I, I turned around and said you know what shut the fuck up that's the same yeah. thing i did I'm yeah. like, you're not helping yeah. anything either. You pipe down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You've got demon problems. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. So I <laughs> – but everybody else went with me. Obviously, Varric is going to go with you because he's – Aveline was – yeah. Aveline was I, – I thought she was going to leave me. She was like, this is absolutely crazy, Hawk, but – But I'm with you. All right. I'm going to go with you. You know? She wavered yeah. quite a little, but then you know she picked my side. Yeah, that's what she did with me. me. Um, I had everyone on my side apart from Fenris who was like, nah. There See, was... but having lost Isabella earlier, the next section when you have to pick three, I'm like, well, this is pretty easy. I only have three people I can pick. Yeah. Aww. I only had three companions left. So a couple of things happened with me. Um, I have Sebastian with me. Sebastian's he hasn't cooled off yet. <laughs> Called off from the destruction of his. Yeah, five minutes ago. Like when, religious, five minutes. Yeah, when they icon. they blew up the church. Get over <laughs> it's like, are it's you not past. over that yet, Sebastian? Yeah. Come on. So, so after everybody says, "I'm with you, Hawk. I'm with you. I'm with you." Uh, it it turns to Sebastian. Sebastian's like, he doesn't say, "I'm with you" or not. He says, "What are we going to do with this Anders guy?" And I was like, "Anders, what are you going to do?" And he goes, he he just walks off and sits down somewhere. Yeah, like, great. <laughs> yeah, and, that, and I'm like. And then Sebastian turned. He's like, "You know what you got to do, right?" And uh, I talked to Anders for a minute, and I was like, "He's like, do you want me to come with you? You want me to go?" And I was like, "I, you, you I, I really want you to get the fuck out of here." And at that point, Sebastian's like, "No, he's not fucking leaving. In <laughs> fact, he's not getting up from where he's sitting right now." And then I turned back to I turned back to him and I hit I hit the button to kill him and I pulled out a knife and stabbed Anders in the back. Oh, you stabbed him in the back. Yeah. Which Anders was begging for it. 
You know, Anders was like, if you want to kill me, just fucking kill me. And even, even who else said it? Fenris said it because Fenris is still pissed at the mages right now, even though he's still siding with me. Fenris was like, he's asking to be killed. Just kill him. You know, and I think even Meryl said something. She's like, just release his pain. I'm like, sh- sh- don't start with me. I like, I had the knife in yeah. my hand. Don't start with me, Meryl. Come <laughs> You're next. next. Yeah. yeah. And so I just stabbed him in the back. He died. And then, you know, it, it. Sebastian was like, all right, you killed him. I'm with you. I was, I was pretty close. If I had to make a decision, kill him or let him rejoin, I would have killed him. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I just didn't want to see his face ever again, basically. Yeah. Let me tell you something. The first time I ever played this game and Anders showed up and said, yeah, I blew up the Chantry. I was like, I'm going to fucking kill you right now. Because <laughs> I was totally on this side of, hey, everybody chill out, you know? I, I was I was trying to ride that fine line of, you know, let's not have a war, guys, you know. And then all of a sudden, Anders comes and just derails that plan. I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? You die now. Yeah, you've killed so many people with your action. Not just the people in the explosion, but also all the people that are going to die in this war because of everything that you've done. So, yeah, I stabbed him in the back. Sebastian was like, all right, I'm with you then. Because I, I mean, I looked it up afterwards. If you let him go, or if he joins, he rejoins your party. Sebastian says, "I'm out of here." Leaves. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't stay. I don't think he turns his turns to the um to the Templars. I think he just fucking leaves Kirkwall. Hmm. Just it probably goes back to Starkhaven. I don't know. So. The only person I lost throughout the entire thing was Anders. So now we go and we meet up with the mages. Now, obviously, we have a bunch of fights and shit like that. Um, and during one of those fights, I get a cutscene. Uh, in fact, I'm about to like get a hit or something like that. I can't remember what it is. Like you know, I'm on the ground and something's about to attack me, and then something kills it from behind. Kind of find out. It's Carver. Carver showed back up. Aw. And he's in his little Templar outfit and everything like that. And he says, hey, you know, he, he, it was kind of like a buddy cop movie then. He's like, ah, I found you on your ass and I saved your ass. How you like that? And I get up and you know, I'm, I'm cracking jokes with him. And he's like, ah, I'm still in your shadow, aren't I? He's like, so we're going to go kill some Templars. <laughs> so, so, uh, we, we go and kill Templars and, uh, I have the option to bring him back into my party, which I promptly do because he was my main tank originally. Um, so I got rid of Aveline and into the final battle. I had Carver, me, Varric and, uh, Fenris. So Fenris is now, um, you know, partially a Templar, partially a Grey Warden. He, you know, I think Grey Wardens learn Templar shit. You know, like, you know, Templars are able to to stop uh, uh, dispel magic and stuff like that, you know, through through their lyrium mm. that they use. You know, that's why there's Templars that are addicted to lyrium because they used it so much. So uh, he because he has a specialization, which is Templar. I think I'm pretty sure it's Templar. Yeah, it has like, a... yeah. So, um, did did do you guys run into Bethany? Yeah. 
Yeah, she was. She there. was there for the whole kind of cutscenes before. And oh, really? Talking. Yeah. Okay, I think yeah. so. Yeah, he wasn't there. I think he just kind of showed up because I asked him because it was in the cutscene. It was like, "What about the Grey Wardens? What are they doing?" He says he, he mentioned again, once again, Grey Wardens don't get into political, you know, shit. He said, "But I told him, hey, my sister is in is in Kirkwall. I need to go help her, and they let him go to help me." So he's there, um, and he said, "He's like, I'm always with you, you know." So I was like, good. It's good to have fucking somebody in my family still alive. <laughs> so um, we we make it to the final stand. We got to make it to uh, God. Where is it? It's at the circle because they're they're the 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 yeah the gallows the gallows it? yeah the, the yeah. gallows um the the Templars are basically just charging to get to the gallows just to murder everybody there, and um. We get there and we have to hold them off for a while. And um, I like that scene where they're all just like standing there, everybody that's on your side. Yeah, yeah. Gonna go talk to everybody have to again. Chat with them. Yeah, you have that one final goodbye. Because Anders was there again. He's like, "Oh, hey, what do you think about me helping you out?" I'm like, "No, I said go before. I meant it. Get out of here." And he just like walks away. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, that's great. I'll tell you no a thousand times. Just get out of my sight." <laughs> Did, so you you had him with the, you the whole time, so if you're right, yeah, yeah, we all there. we all did like three separate things. <laughs> Anders is not coming back from me. I want to be like, how many times do I have to tell you? Get out of here! Yeah, I only had to tell him once <laughs> with a dagger. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we eventually make it to the the final stand. Basically, it's it's at the entrance to the to the um the gallows to to the to the I guess the circle, circle of magic. I don't know if this is the point, but Fenris came back for me. He came, he came back to you. He didn't. Yeah. Well, he was here in this area, and then I had a chat with him, and he's like, "Like, you know, no, I think it was before this because he talks to Meredith. He's like, never mind. I changed my mind. I picked my friends over you. Huh. Huh. So I he had left because he's like, I can't support this, and then he came back. He like, he basically he. I had two options. It said, join me or, like, don't. And I said, Fenris, come on, man. We're friends. And then he just turns around. He's like, yeah, I'm going to stick with my friends. He he comes back to me a little later on, but not in the same way. Oh, you murder him? Yeah. Well, he tries to murder me first. That's true. You got into a so, murdering fight and somebody had yeah, to win. And I won. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so you killed Fenris. Yeah. Well, he started it. To you be killed fair. my boyfriend. Well, your boyfriend's the dick. <laughs> oh. Not as much of a dick as mine. That's to be fair. <laughs> but. That's true. So, um, but uh, yeah, we we you know we get the the final chat with everybody. I went around and talked to everybody, even Meryl, even though I didn't give a fuck what she was saying. No, but I don't want to. She's just like a child. Yeah. So. I was just like, man, I should. I left the dagger in in his back. I should have brought with me and slit her throat, but I didn't. I was just like, just don't fuck anything up, Meryl, and stay out of the way. And she's she was just like, oh well, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna win. And I was like, yeah, we're gonna win. No thanks to you. 
Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. So I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go over here and talk to Varric now. And I went and talked yeah. to Varric, and Varric's like, "Man, this is fucking crazy." You know, he's just he's just like, "Man, you get me into a lot of shit, but let's do this." And um, uh, Aveline's like, you know, she, she's like, "I've always, I've never doubted you, even though I've had my moments, and I'm glad I'm with you now." You know, kind of thing. She's good people. Yeah, she's she's you know she's she's worth it. Um, I talked to Carver. Carver, you know, he mentioned mom. He's like, yeah, mom. It's sad to see. He's like, I heard about mom's way said. I'm like, yeah. He's like, did, did she go peacefully? And I was like, you don't, let's not talk about that. <laughs> um, he said, all right. He said, well, it's good to have at least somebody, you know, in my family still with me and I'm going to be with you to the end. I'm like, oh, you're such a great brother. And um, who was the other one? It was before I get to Fenris because me and Fenris had a big moment. Oh, I had Isabella, and she was just like, "This shit's crazy." Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how I get myself into this stuff with you, but I'm with you. I think that's it for me, except for except for Fenris. Yeah, and so I, I go talk to Fenris, and Fenris is still like. I can't believe we're going with this mage stuff. And I was like, but I don't want to be without you. And I was like, I don't want to be without you either. And then he roughly grabs me and makes out with me for like <laughs> a minute. And he says, we'll survive. I'll make sure of it. You know, <laughs> so uh- I had that with Anders, because this is the point where you complete your romances, I guess, Yeah. right? Because I had a similar chat with Anders, and he's like, after this, we're going to be hunted, la la la, are you going to come with me? And I was like, mm, I think you should turn yourself in. He's like, no, <laughs> we're going to be hunted. And he's like, are you, he's like, are you going to be with me? We can, we can make a difference. And I was like, yeah, all right. So I sort of agreed to run off with him afterwards. Hmm. Yeah, I had the same thing with Meryl. We just said that once this is over, we can settle things down and live happily ever after. Yeah, well, Friendish was basically just like, you know, I, 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 I will be with you forever. You know, so I don't want to live without you. And I'm like, ah, I don't want to live without you either. Ah, come here and make out with me. So <laughs> uh, we got all that out of the way. Now it's time for the final stand. Fighting. Here comes the Templars. And... Wave after wave of Templars. Not too hard for me. No, no trouble. Yeah. Um, And uh, after that, I mean, suppose, you know, in the game context, that was a fucking insane fight. Because, I mean, we did, like, kill, like, 30 fucking guys. Um, uh, Arsino goes a little nuts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's just like, he said, see, they won't stop coming. There's nothing we can do. <laughs> if blood, blood magic is what here, that's what they're going to get. Yeah. Like, dude, did you miss the whole part about, you know, yeah, undermining your own argument? <laughs> so he was, he's like, Idiot. okay, you want to, you want to, you want to deal with blood magic? By God, I'll fucking make you deal with blood magic. And he like fucking like slits his entire fucking arm open, dude. And then picks up all the dead bodies around him. Yeah, yeah. Then he picks up all the bodies around him because, you know, they use this. It's basically like necromancy a little bit. Um, And they all form this gigantic 
ogre looking yeah, thing with just... floppy arms for ears. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Except, why does he fight us? Yeah. Well, I like I would have because I'm just like seriously. It's a demon. Uh, you yeah. Know, the, the, you know, when it, it, that's all a demon wants is for you to turn to blood magic so it can take over you and then just kill whatever it wants. That's just what a demon does. So he, you know, he loses his mind to fucking blood magic and demons, and um, killed him. Yeah, we had to kill him because he just went nuts and started trying to kill everything, including us. Which that was kind of an annoying fight because I thought I was doing something wrong. Yeah, when he, he like you kill the big thing, well you don't kill, but the big thing kind of disappears and he keeps coming back over. The, like it was just really annoying. I I lost track of him. He he was became this like smaller demon. Yeah, it's like this thing that yeah. crawls around on the ground. Yeah, and then it kind of crawls off the edge of the platform, and then like I guess the all the, the corpses come, and you kill some of them, and then he comes back again, but only really briefly. So you only get like a few hits in, and then he goes away again. And yeah, it just kept going and going. I was really like, annoying. damn. I was like, damn, yeah. this fight's taking forever. It wasn't difficult. It was just like long. <laughs> yeah. So we kill him. And I guess now we make the final push. Go out to the yeah. We go to we go to the gallows courtyard. This is where Fenris came to kill me. Ah. So he died. Yeah. So yeah. Did you take his shit off of his body? I I had a full inventory and I was just (laughs) like nah. And I didn't even have a stupid blade anyway because he didn't want it. So just like nothing on there really. Yeah. I mean, did he say anything at all? I think he was just kind of like, I can't let you do this, or I can't let you get away with this, or I can't support this. Just some other nonsense. It's just like, shut up, Fenris. Just get over it. So, um, after that, we go out into the courtyard, and there's Meredith. And if Meredith hasn't been crazy before, she's went full-blown crazy now. Yeah. She's, she's yeah. lost her mind. Just talking to the maker, asking for the power. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, we come come to find out, we actually find out why she's been going kind of crazy the past few months. Yep. She pulls out this really bright red sword that's uh, lyrium-infused. And then I I notice what it is. And, of course, Varric's there. He's like, oh, I know exactly what the fuck that is. Yep. He's like, you remember that idol we got from the Deep Roads expedition? It's like, yeah, that's it right there. She turned it into a fucking sword. You remember what it did to my brother? Yeah, it turned him insane. Guess what it's doing to her? It's turning her fucking insane. Yeah, the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so that's when that's when I my choice was justified. Yeah. I was like, she, yeah, she she did, she's not an extremist. She's fucking crazy. You, you can't know? negotiate with psychopaths yeah i mean that and it's it's probably not her fault it's partially this fucking thing it's probably yeah and i guess like i feel like it's the idol brings out like takes the worst of her ideology and makes it full-blown like with with what's his name um bartrand is it yeah it like greed was his kind of his weakness um, basically his weakness right i guess and the relic Kind of put that that it took hold of that and yeah. made it intensified like, it. It, it, cons- it consumed him, right? And I th- I think it's the same with Meredith. Like that kind of hate, that aspect of hate of her ideology becomes like what consumes her when the relic takes 
I guess, possession of her in that sense. And then her mind, she's still thinking, I'm just trying to protect this fucking city. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, why are you guys trying to stop me? I've been trying to save this city for fucking, you know, nine years while you guys have been here. And you, you just don't care. You know, you, you want these fucking things to run loose and kill everybody. Well, I'm going to kill you. Pretty much almost by herself because she's, she doesn't have any men with her. But then she uses the the magic of the sword to bring statues to life. They were weird looking things. Yeah. So not only is she really powerful and can like dash across the entire fucking screen, but she also has these like giant like statues like trying to attack us as well. Which I don't think this fight was difficult. I never had a problem with it. Yeah, I didn't. No, I didn't have a problem either. Um, but it was just it was a, it was a little long because you get her about halfway, and then we get kind of a cutscene, and then that's when she starts bringing in the statues. And yeah, like loads and, them. And then her health fills back up. I'm like, really? And also, multiple times she just like stunned everybody so she could like talk. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, what is going on? This is the longest stun ever. I'm like, oh yeah, she just needs to. You know, tell this is a combat cutscene, yeah. Yeah. So, um. The stun, by the way, is just really funny. When your character gets stunned, the little stars above his head and he's like waving like a drunkard. Yeah, Yeah. it's funny. Just makes me laugh. It It just takes away the serious, took away the seriousness of her like crazy ranting because my guy's just like wobbling around. That's like whenever you get, you know, whenever you get to finish him in Mortal Kombat, they're just like lower than that number. (laughs) Yeah. It's like that. So, uh, I mean, you know, after after the fight, we, I mean, we beat her. I mean, we, I mean, anything, I, what what happened to you guys' game? You just straight up kill her? Yep. Yeah? Yep. Okay. Yeah. And then everybody kind of just like in a circle backs away. And we just turn around and walk out the walk out the gate. Well, if you yeah. notice, she, the Templars come in too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of her men come in and see how insane she's went. Yeah, well, because the reason she doesn't have any men is because Cullen is basically her number two. Yeah, and he was like, "No, you've gone too far before this fight." And so I knew he wasn't going to fight me because I'm like, "Look, he already knows how crazy she is." So he comes back in with all the men, and then. They just kind of nod their head and let us walk away, basically. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's exactly what we do. We get the hell out of Dodge. Um, then it cuts back to Varric, um, you know, being interrogated. And he said, that's the true story. That's what happened. And, uh, God, what the fuck is the name of the woman interrogating him? Cassandra. Cassandra. She, you know, she's that's a guest. She she's basically saying, well, you know, she's been told one thing, and Varric's story completely contradicts it. You know, they they she's been yeah. she she was under the impression that Hawk was this menace who came to Kirkwall and tried to take it over and started this gigantic war with everybody. You know, because this is from what I understand, because I've asked a few people and I've looked this up. Um, Varric getting interrogated is about three years after the events of Act Three. Okay. I- so, um, Hawk has ran off. Nobody knows where, in my case, she is. Um, Venris, uh, Varric does mention, he says, 
we've kind of just disbanded. None of us, you know, stayed in touch with anybody. He said, but I do know that, that Fenris stayed, huh. with, stayed with, uh, stayed with Hawk the entire time. He said the same thing, but with, for Merrill. Yeah. We were spotted together. Same, same yeah. for me with Anders. Yeah. So he's, you know, he said the, the, he, she's still running around with that elf. And I like that Cassandra like changes her mind and she's like, all right, that's fine. But I, we need his help right now. You know, I don't want to kill him. I'm not looking to persecute him, but we need him. Yeah. So, um, but was, he's free to go. She says, you can go, you know, and he, he just, you know, he's still sitting there. She leaves. And when she leaves, she runs into another familiar face, which we dun, saw dun, earlier. Dun. Uh, Leliana's with her. Uh, and they're saying, well, does he know anything? And it's like, says that he, Hawk's gone. And we don't know. And she's like, well, we need to get her. And, you know, I keep saying her and in your case is him. It's like we need to find him, you know, because shit's going down. The war has begun. The war has begun. So that's that's one of the things. So there's there's multiple things that are going on at the end of Dragon Age Two. That whole Orlesian thing, as far as them maybe trying to take over Ferelden again, that may actually be happening. Um, what is happening and what people do know is that in the past three years after the Chantry exploded in Kirkwall, there has been mage rebellions popping up everywhere. All the circles have been disbanded. Yeah, all the circles have been completely wiped out. They have, you know, because not only are mages going along with this, a lot of Templars are siding with these people too. Yeah. You know, a lot of Templars are helping these mages rebel against the circle. So and he he's like it's pretty much fucking chaos. I mean, there's, there's you know there's wars pretty much happening in everywhere, you know. Um, and you know that shit's going on. They're trying to talk to Hawk, trying to find Hawk because Hawk knows as much as possibly anybody does. You know, they're trying to figure out what the fuck are we going to do with this stuff. We got to contain this. And then on top of that. Something in Dragon Age Inquisition is going to happen, which I don't know if anybody's looked into it yet. I know Matt hasn't because he hasn't watched the trailer yet. Nope. Me either. Oh, you guys haven't watched any of those trailers I sent to you directly? <laughs> well, I I was going to watch the one that you sent me, but then I was at work and I didn't, and then I just forgot. So okay. I'm sorry. If you send it to me again, I promise I will, I'll I will, I will tweet both of you the the trailer that does not spoil anything. You do see two familiar faces, which we've already talked about. Varric does make a return. Um, and Leliana, obviously. She's she's going to be in it somewhere because, hell, she was in Dragon Age too. So something crazy big happens in Inquisition at the very beginning of Inquisition. So on top of all that shit that's going on right now, something even bigger happens. And I have a feeling it has something to do with a lot of those mages rebelling. I also think it has a lot to do with um, a particular mage that was in our party in Dragon Age Origins. If anybody remembers who that is. Hmm. Really? No? <laughs> Morgan? <laughs> oh, yeah. She, I, I Morgan's she still is. running around somewhere, guys. Yeah, I did vow to find her. And in my game, she has a demon baby. <laughs> yeah. Yep, me too. 
she wasn't. I didn't really have too much to do with Morgan. I had the uh, the other one in my party, Mr. Time and Origins. What's the old lass? What was her name? Uh, Win. Yes. Yeah. I didn't really. I didn't really get involved with Morgan the way you two did. Yeah. Lads, going off having demon spawn. <laughs> I mean, Claudia Black. How could I say no? Exactly. So. You can't see me, but I'm shaking my head. <laughs> so yeah. Um, Inquisition coming out November. Would you guys ordered and good to go? Yeah. So what? Yeah. Did, what did you guys think of Dragon Age Two? Since we're ending, or you know, this is the last episode of Dragon Age Two. Sophie, how, how did you feel compared to Dragon Age Origins? Yeah, I really liked it. Like I, I find it hard to compare. The, I, I feel like it needs to be taken in in its own on its own merit. Because if you if you kind of straight up compare them as a sequel. It's going to fall a little short, I think, in terms of, like, Dragon Age Origins was such a big, grand theme, and I think, you know, the characters were playing a much bigger part in a bigger in a bigger picture, Yeah. whereas yeah. Dragon Age 2 was a lot more focused. You know, you don't travel the world in Dragon Age 2, you don't feel like you're at the event, at the, at the, at the heart of a, at least not until the end of this act, you don't feel like you're at the at the heart of something that's kind of a cataclysm in that sense. Yeah. You're in a you're in a very kind of enclosed part of a, a region in, in that sense and it's a much more con- it's much more contained, but I quite like that. It felt like a window into kind of events that were happening concurrently with the events that happened in Origins and you just got to see a snapshot of of one guy's life. Yeah, and how he fits into the bigger puzzle, and how those events kind of fit into the bigger puzzle of, or the bigger kind of narrative of Dragon Age as a whole, like the, the whole universe in that sense. So I quite like that. Yeah, yeah, Matt. What about you? I mean, you feel the same way, pretty much. Pretty much the same way. I I would say that I almost category categorically liked it more than the first game. Okay. Um, you know, and and I think it's it's almost a bold move not to go bigger because it's. Yeah, I really you know, like that. The, the that general idea that. of a sequel is do the same thing that we did, but with more characters and bigger bad guys and more explosions. And this was like the opposite, like scale it way down and, and you know, focus on this one character. And But, I, you know, for me, it's just bringing it down. I, I really felt more like I knew the city and I knew the characters um, because yeah. we were that setting. Like the game wasn't like here's this new, you know, bad guy and here's this new – environment it was like think, you know we'll focus on the characters and tell a better story within that it's not anywhere near as epic of a story but i mean these blades don't happen every year so no and i think it really adds depth to the overall universe yeah if i had played this game can... first i don't think i would like it no i think i wouldn't I, have the context from the first game yeah i 100 percent agree but for, that's why it works really well because dragon age origins was such a strong foundation you could even make like obviously i feel like inquisition is going to be set up to be a much like to go back to those kind of the, the more epic scale of storytelling most certainly but i think yeah but i think you there's room now for them to do like side stories other maybe not sequels but side stories and i think like it's great like it adds real value to the overall kind of experience yeah. I mean, I'd happily play, not maybe DLC, but like there's room for more kind of almost standalone type games, but that fit within the universe. Yeah. 
and it's yeah. really interesting because it 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 kind of all connects to the roots that were established in origins but is it works as a story in its own right without having to be like this massive kind of event and i don't think it would have necessarily worked because the story was so big in origins and so like i i think it wouldn't have i don't think it would have worked to have gone straight into a sequel that tried to replicate the, yeah. the story of origins i really i don't think that would have worked yeah yeah so with the context of the first game and i i also think I, that i would still need some amount of payoff in the next game to really validate this game because if you set this whole yeah. game up to start the uh mage templar war like that has to be a big part of the next game because if yeah. it's not then this whole game kind of rings hollow a little yeah bit. if you're kind of saying that dragon age 2 is like a pillar if Origins is the foundation and Dragon Age Two is like a pillar for like, then yeah, you need to have like the next the next game now needs to be like a step up in scale again. That's what yeah. that's what Stephanie said. If you ever walk, look at like what she tweeted, she said that Kirkwall was just the match to the powder keg. Yeah, yeah. yeah so and so if that plays out the way it should, then you know I will continue feeling the way I feel now about this game. But for for me, it's just that it really I feel like this game. From a storytelling aspect, you know, the gameplay and whatever, you know, it was much easier, all, all the yeah. combat and everything. So, it, and it was much more technically sound. Yeah. So, the minute-to-minute yeah. minute playing of the game was more fun. Oh, absolutely. And then, even though yeah. you lose the epicness of the story, for me, it was the way they threaded things throughout the story that I really liked. The way yeah. you have, not twists, but big reveals. Like, why does Isabella not like the Kunari? Oh, you find out why, and then, you know, it's a big part of the story. And what is Andrew doing on his quest? You know, that certainly comes full circle and has a big impact. And why is Meredith crazy? That comes back to the very first part of the game. And, yeah. like, all these things that it threaded throughout the beginning of the story come back and pay dividends at the end of the story. And I, I just think it was a much, much better told story, even yeah, if it wasn't it, as it was really good because you do really feel like you get a payoff for investing your time in those companion quests yeah yeah and that's what i felt like was really missing in the first game yeah absolutely the companions were fantastic in mass effect and the companions you know aren't necessarily awesome in this game in terms of like i don't want to spend every minute with them but i do think that they're, they're they're important in this game yeah and whether you do this the side quest or not in the first game doesn't really matter there was definite cause and effect in this game so, I'll ask another question. Sophie, have you ever played the Mass Effect series? I was hoping you wouldn't ask me that straight up. <laughs> so now I have to admit that I haven't. Okay. Matt, I know you have. And, you... and now I'm, oh, I'm going I'm to get an onslaught now, because uh, I didn't want to confess that live on that, Phoenix Down. <laughs> that, that could be a very nice side project for you if you ever wanted to do that. I know. Oh, I, need to, I need to be unemployed again. I think it is a very good series to play through, even if yeah, I, I didn't like the ending. I mean, so I've had uh, my friend Jamie, who is following along with our podcasts and playing. She's played along with us for Dragon Age Two, and she'll be playing along with us for Inquisition. She's just finished playing the Mass Effect trilogy, uh-huh. oh, nice. and she, yeah, she she just literally finished wrapping it up. She, she finished them right before she started Dragon Age Two, and she. I had the whole kind of, oh my god, I can't believe the ending of Mass Effect 3. I mean, I kind of heard about it, and I was like, yeah, maybe it won't be so bad. But then she got to the end of it, and she's like, what? Yeah, so. it's 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 weak as in, like, it just doesn't explain anything, and then they kind of shoehorn something in at the end. But um, I think as far as a whole, 
Mass Effect is a fantastic series of games. The first game in particular, the story is so well done in the first game. The yeah, st- see, for me, hands down, the second one's my favorite. See, the second one for me felt more like... Um, it's weird. Like the second one for me was more of like, uh, let's get this army of guys, you know, the ragtag group of heroes to go take out something. You know, we, we still didn't figure out exactly what it was we were trying to go for. Um, or we knew what it was, but we'd never seen it before. While in the first game, it was all about, we know who the bad guy is. It's this fucking rogue, you know, specter guy who, who's went fucking nuts and he's like, like a terrorist and we gotta go find him. And I was like, damn, this is really cool because it had like mixtures of espionage and, and mixtures of an action movie and stuff like that. And I, I really liked that aspect of the story in the first game. See, I might have. I just couldn't get past how. Shitty at play. Cumbersome everything was in that yeah, game. Yeah, hard to do anything. The load times were long. I was getting lost in the Citadel all the time. I'm like, <laughs> honestly, I don't know what's happening, and I can't care because I'm so bored and I'm so annoyed at this. Yeah, that that so was the, the second biggest. game. The second game for me, just like that early scene, and I don't want to spoil anything, but you're kind of walking through. There's a, I'll say, there's some things exploding, and there's a moment of silence, and like it. I felt like that was a good game. It was much more cinematic, and it it flowed much better. Much like this sequel, Dragon Age 2, is just much easier to play. Yeah. And I mean, it allowed me to get into it a lot more. I mean, that's, that's, that's exactly what it is. To me, as far as storytelling goes, I think Dragon Age Origins is like Mass Effect 2, while Mass Effect 1 story is a lot like Dragon Age 2. They reverse roles. So... It's it. it um, yeah, I mean, I, I I do want to mention one other thing um, before before we get start wrapping up. But um, Bioware supposedly has a unofficial canon. Uh, they released it about a year ago or two years ago. Whenever Dragon Age Two, you know, after everybody pretty much finished Dragon Age Two, um, their canon and this is in quotation marks is um, uh, in Origins uh, a. Ferelden, uh, Dalish elf, um, made Alistair the king, with Anora uh, ruling as the queen, uh, and he sacrificed himself uh, to kill the archdemon. And in Dragon Age Two, their canon is uh, he plays a male hawk mage who sides with the mages. See, I felt like I still had some carryover. Since I was a mage in the first game, uh-huh. I was very, very partial to mages. And so even when this stuff started brewing, I'm like, I'm probably going to end up siding with the mages because, you know, I feel their pain. Right. So the last question I will bring up, and you, I mean, you don't even have to answer because when you look at this trailer that I'm going to send you, seriously, watch the trailer because it, it, it shows just how different the combat is even from Dragon Age 2. Mm. Um, this is the, they're turning it into almost an action game. Slightly. You can still see there's gameplay footage of it too, if you ever want if you were interested in seeing exactly how it played. But there's there's a couple of things that I do want to ask. Uh, and there's one thing I do need to mention. You can play a male or a female in either either you know either one of them. And you can play as not only a human, a dwarf, an elf. You can now play as a Kunari. Hmm. 
And I have never seen a female Canary until I saw the trailer for Dragon Age Inquisition. But you can play a female Canary. Um, so my question to you guys is, what class and what race do you plan on playing? I probably will just play the same again. Jeez. Come on, experiment, <laughs> Sophie. I don't know. I I really am like... I'm the same, like, if I go to a restaurant and I order something and I really like it, like, guaranteed the next time I go, I'll order the same thing again because it just is good and I am I like it. But maybe I will, but I don't know. I kind of... I'm looking forward to playing, like, Inquisition Fresh, like, new when it comes out, like, because I, I never played, like, Dragon Age before, if you know what I mean. So these are the first time I've played these games. So I kind of want to play... In, I always want to play, like, the, my first playthrough in the class that I'm most comfortable with. Okay. So I can appreciate the story more rather than having to worry too much about combat or leveling up or getting to grips with like mechanics but maybe i'll try a rogue i don't think i could play as a mage though the mage looks even more actiony in inquisition yeah i might go back to a mage but i would also still like the idea that we're all playing different classes so well, whatever you guys want to do, um, I'm fine with playing anything. So I, I, I think I have made up my. I do want to play an elf, though. I want to go. I'll probably either play a human or a kunari. No. If it's a human, it'll be a mage. If it's a kunari, either a mage or a rogue. Okay, because the the character that they showed off the most in in the gameplay videos is the female mage kunari. So, that sounds intense. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll we'll discuss it obviously whenever we get closer to time. We can flip a coin. Okay. <laughs> Draw scores. Uh, but yeah, uh, that that's um, that's it for us. I mean, I'm I'm so excited. Like after after finishing, I this, very much enjoyed this game. Yeah. Yeah. After finishing this, and I'm t- I'm telling you, when you guys watch this trailer, watch it tonight. Whenever I send it to you, I'm gonna send it to you when we're done recording. Is that gonna be a quiz? Yes, I want you to watch it. <laughs> And I'm going Get to, excited and then wait two months. But yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah. It's like, it's like <laughs> when you watch this trailer, you will be like, "Holy shit! I can't wait for this game." You know, because I mean, I know you guys are excited now, but after you see some of this stuff and what is actually going down, or what what is probably going down in this mm-hmm. game, you're going to be like, "Yes, I want to see this now." So, Dragon Age Two is in the books, but we are going to continue our year of Dragon Age in November on Phoenix Down. And it's going to be a blast. Oh, yeah. But anyway, I do appreciate everybody listening. Um, I do mention, I want, I have to mention this because we got an email. I, I want to read it out. It's about Dragon Age. Nice. comes from Big Game Hunter. It says, sup, guys. Glad you are doing Dragon Age 2, even though you ran into audio problems, which was two weeks ago. And we hopefully will not have to worry about that anymore. So just one. So. This is a long one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it looks like it's doing good right now. So I said, just wanted to say I really enjoyed this game and never really liked all the backlash to it. Um, this was around the time gamers just really wanted to bash EA due to a number of real life issues that the company was getting bad press for, mainly the buying of the NFL rights and uh, the company employee wives lawsuit. I didn't know about that one. Uh, which in the end made many of the games EA was bringing out at the time get some bad press. Uh, yes, the game had a lot of reusable environments. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is one thing I didn't like about it. 
I got, I was so sick of walking around the wounded coast. I was done. Oh, I was yeah. so sick of that. You know. Oh, good. This exact same cave that I've been in a million times. So, um, I says, uh, but games have been doing that for generations. Man, this is true. I didn't mind that all that at all when I, uh, when I played it the first when it first came out, and up until I ran into the story advancement bug of not being able to finish my romance subplot. Uh, due to some event out of order before finishing the romance, I had no issues with the game. Uh, to me, it was a great story and gameplay experience at least once. Regards, Sean. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate the email. Um, I think we can all agree that we actually like Dragon Age 2, and we don't know what the hell was wrong with Ken. Yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, um, but like I said, I do appreciate everybody listening. If you would, please leave us an iTunes review. We will read it on the show. You can also send me an email. It's drew at ztgd.com. Uh, we'll read that on the show. Suggest games to us. Tell us what you think about Dragon Age 2. Tell us what you're ready for Dragon Age Inquisition. Well, what class are you going to play? What, what what race, you know? It's all this going to happen? Yeah, what the hell do you think is going to happen? After that trailer, man, I can't tell you what's going to happen. It's going to be nuts. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, uh, you can tweet to us. I am at DML Fury. Matt is at R-E-M-G-S. And Sophie is at S-M Holiday. Uh, and you can also follow the uh, the podcast itself as at ZTGD Phoenix Down. I post every episode that goes up on uh, that Twitter account. So that way it's easy to find. Um, other than that, I think that's it. Um, yeah. But like I said, I do appreciate everybody listening. I hope you guys enjoyed our uh, playthrough of Dragon Age 2. I know I sure did. Um, but we will be back. I don't know exactly when. We may take a week off just in case, uh, depending on Justin. Um, in fact, I don't know ex- if Justin will be able to join us um, because he has a crazy schedule as far as you know going to school and working and stuff like that. So uh, we'll have to iron that out. But we will be playing through Marvel Ultimate Alliance next. Uh, kind of a, a, a new classic um, game that uh, came out in, I think, 06. You could probably tell by how hard it is to find. Yeah, I know. Well, how much it costs to buy a used copy of this damn game. There's a reason why. It's because the Marvel yeah. license, if you remember probably about a year, no, it wasn't a year ago. It was, a, it was probably about six or seven months ago. Uh, Marvel took down all the digital versions of every Marvel game, uh, and then basically stripped them from the stores. Um, it was during the licensing agreement for, I think, Disney. Mm. And, like, you can't buy Deadpool anymore. You know, the game can't, <laughs> and that's, that's the reason why the, the prices have went up so high, is because, they're, they don't they don't print them anymore. They've removed new versions of them off the shelves and stuff like that. It's crazy. Uh, all those games that were relicensed, you know, I guess they're going to be in the process of relicensing, or they may just say, "Screw it, who's going to play a game from 2006?" So, who knows? But I've already got my copy of Marvel Ultimate Alliance, so I'm ready to go. Mine's on the way. So we'll just have to hear back from Justin. What may end up happening is we take next week off or me and Matt could do a intermission, however you want to do it. Um, just to wait and hear back from Justin, uh, to see if he wants to continue on with us. If not, me and Matt can fly solo. But anyway, that's it for us. Thank you for listening. 
but until next time, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And I'm Sophie. And we are out of here. Hope you guys have a great week. And we'll catch you next time. Just don't steal from me